What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Business Breakthrough. In today's Business Breakthrough, I sit down with Mike Powell. So Mike Powell was in our Facebook group. He reached out. Uh, he signed up with Drip Jobs. We did an onboarding, and typically during these onboardings, you know, we start talking about how you know how he's operating his business and questions and things like that. And I'm like, you know what, dude? After this onboarding, I'd love to do a business breakthrough with you. Um, I know he listens to the podcast, so he knew what I was talking about, and we just hammered it out. And one thing that this business breakthrough helped me see even at just the basic level, is just how important knowing your numbers are when it comes to estimating. That was his big issue. Uh, he had an eye-opening uh, breakthrough here. And I think if you um, you know, really want to dial in your pricing, you want to know how pricing can affect closing ratio and sales, you're going to really like this business breakthrough. So with all that being said, it starts right now. The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right. They're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener. It's so much better. And that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time. And that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat. And that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets podcast. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Business Breakthrough. I'm here with Mike Powell of Precision Painting. Uh, we just did an onboarding with Drip Jobs. What do you think of Drip Jobs so far, man? I think so far it seems like uh, seems like a handy tool. I think for trying to organize everything. I, I really think that it's beneficial as a business owner. I mean, I'm a old school pen and paper kind of person, and I mean, I think in all reality, I I need to get with the times and use technology and. I really think that this is a handy tool, help me organize and, and save my time as a matter of fact too. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. That automated tasks, man. That's what we mm -hmm. like. So, so what we're talking about today is sales. Cause during this onboarding, he had asked a little bit about, um, you know, why he feels like he can't sell his jobs for what he deserves. Is that kind of, is that true? Yeah. I, I, I feel that a lot of times I end up selling myself short. On, uh, okay. on the money end of it. Well, I think that the first thing is, is first, let's talk about what are you selling? And, and I say that with a couple different, uh, I would say we're going to come at a couple different angles with that question. Number one, yes, we know you're selling painting services. Like yeah. that is a given. Okay. And some pressure washing services too, but let's focus on the painting because pressure washing totally different businesses. Okay. Yeah. Totally different. That's why we talked earlier. I said, you know, you might want to pick one totally different customers, totally different marketing, totally different, uh, process, right? Would you agree with all that? Absolutely. Totally different desires, totally different everything. Okay. Yeah. So when we sell our services, we've got to understand what we're really selling. And by saying that, I mean, what is the customer expecting to receiving other than the tangible, right? So for yeah. example, I can paint a new construction house and I can paint a residential house. Yes, what am I doing? I'm painting and I'm selling that service, okay? But yeah. why is it that if I'm painting for a residential customer or a new, constru new construction customer, the residential customer typically pays more 
And the experience is a lot better. There's like a feeling around working in somebody's home that's different than working in an empty new house, right? I agree with that 100%. Okay, because yeah. what we're really selling is an experience, but the experience isn't the same for everyone, right? Would you agree with that? Like some people will uh, just sit in the room the whole time. Some people will be out and, and they might be nice enough to make your team lunch or, you know, yeah. you, you get what I'm, you, you get where I'm going with that. So like, with that being said, there's more layers to what we're selling is, is we have to be a company that sells a custom tailored experience based on what is most important to the person that we're selling it to. And would yeah. you agree that you pay more for a greater experience? Let me ask you this. You're a football fan, Steelers, right? Yeah. How much are the tickets at the, at the bottom level, right behind the Steelers bench in comparison to the, the, the nosebleeds? Oh, wait, huge difference. Is, are they both at a football game? Yeah. Are they both at the Steelers game? Yeah. What did they pay more for? To be closer and have better view. Better experience. All right, better experience. Okay, this is human behavior. This is buying behaviors, this is psychology behind decision-making, why people spend money. Yeah. So where I'm getting at with this is how can you create a better experience that's worth paying more than someone else who's just coming in to go to the game, to go to paint. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Right. And you might think, well, I, of course I create a better experience. I'm Mike. I mean, I care. I, I, I can sell my services. I have a great guy that I'm going to bring to the house who I've known for years, who I know without a doubt, I can go to sleep for three days and he's going to finish the job and I won't even have to come and look at it. Is that true? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. You know that that's a conviction that you have. How good are you at trans how good are you at conveying that conviction to your customers i feel they, personally that I'm, I'm pretty good i okay, mean pretty I, good i feel that i mean i do i get i'd say i'd say i close probably around 60 percent of the jobs i look at i don't okay. think that's a bad ratio um i i think that I used to close a lot more because I was giving my prices away a lot cheaper, but I feel so, now that I've kind of raised my prices and, and whatnot. I feel okay. that I'm definitely getting so, less jobs. So, so I'm going to act like I'm your customer and we're going to have a brief conversation and I'm going to see where the holes are in your sales process. Okay. Okay. It's only going to take me 30 seconds to figure it out. Okay. okay. So I'm going to call you. Hi, Mike. I'd like uh, an estimate for painting. What would you say to me next? Well, now I would say, uh, can I send you a link to your, or do you accept text messages? Can I send you a link to schedule uh, an estimate is what I would say now, but uh, sorry, I'm trying to change how I do stuff now. No, that's uh, good, no, man. The drip, he's talking about the drip jobs link, by the way, that I just set him up with. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> prior to that, I would be like, absolutely. I'm interested. Uh, can I get your information and we can work out a time cool. that I can. All right. So now you show up to my. Yep. You show up to my house. Okay. Yep. You knock on my door. Tell me what happens next. They answer the door. I usually hand them one of my business cards. And Smart. I tell I like them, I'm Mike Powell. I'm with Precision Painting. Um, I'm here to look at your project and give you a price on it. That's um, it? Well, no, I mean, I say more. I don't know. I'm trying to think about this on the top Thank of my you. head here. It's different. Okay. When it's if it's not, different. if it's not, look, here's the thing. Okay. Yeah. Here's the difference. 
You ready? I'm going to help you see this because I see it one way. You see it another way. I'd love for you to adapt the way I see this because this is how you sell more. Okay. Remember what I told you in the beginning of our conversation, Mike, it was about an experience. Yeah. If I came to your house and I said, Hey Mike, I'm going to take you to a football game. Okay. Yeah. And you say, okay, cool. That sounds great. Okay, All right, cool. Mike, it's good. It's going to be, it's going to be a thousand dollars. You're going to say, uh, well, what am I getting with that thousand dollars? Well, I'm taking you to the football game. Didn't you want to go to a football game? Well, yeah, but I mean, a thousand bucks is kind of a lot to go to a football game. So now here's another, here's another example. I come to your house and say, Mike, I'm going to take you to the Steelers game and we're going to sit at the bottom level behind the bench. And I know the Steelers are your favorite team, man. So I want to make sure I have a great experience, but it will be a thousand dollars. Is that cool? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's much easier to justify the higher amount of money because you have identified what's most important to Mike. And you've also identified that Mike is about to get a better experience. So you've justified that expense. Now I'm going to get rid of the football analogies and talk business here, but I just want you to see the difference. Okay. What you did when you knocked on my door is the only thing you cared about was the project itself. The project itself is tangible and it's comparable. Remember we talked earlier about just painting? Yeah. Okay. Well, believe it or not, every person that you interact with has a specific underlying motivation as to why they wanted the house painted. Do you know that? Do you know that to be true? I believe that, yeah. There's a reason why it sparked them to actually reach out and give you a phone call, huh? Yeah. Okay. So- let me, let me switch this around. If I knock on your door, I know I'm there to paint. Yeah. I get that. That's obviously why I'm there. Okay. And what I want to do is I actually want to treat the interaction as if I've already gotten the job and I'm already giving them an experience because some of us wait until we actually do the painting to give the good experience. When I believe that it starts in the sales process. So for me, Mike, What I'm doing is I'm knocking on your door. Me and you are similar. I give them a business card and say, hello, my name's Tanner. But your question's different. It's usually around the what. All right, so what do you want us to look at today? Is that usually how you get started? Yes. Awesome. You know what I say? I say, hey, just curious, before we get started, why did you call us out today? What's the story? Okay. From there, what the customer's going to do they're going to tell us why I'm there. Let me tell you some reasons that I've heard. And I guarantee you have come across as well. Maybe you just didn't pinpoint them. I'm getting ready to move. I'm moving in. Right. Have you heard yeah. those before? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. My wife wants to change the color. I want to change the color. Yes. Yeah. Okay. HOA has gotten down my back. I got to get it painted. There's some wood rotting that needs to be taken care of. And we want to get it painted. I'm getting a new roof put on and I want to get it painted. Yes. Have you heard all these? Every one of them. Every one of them, right? It's the same thing over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. But let me ask you this, Mike, if I come in your house and knock on your door, are you following me? Is this making sense? Yeah. Crystal clear. Cool. If I knock on your door and I say, Hey, Mike, all right, cool. Yeah. Let's take a look at your painting project and uh, I'll get you a price for it. Just like you said that you do. Yeah. Okay. There's nothing wrong with that, but don't expect to be, don't expect your customer to justify paying way more than somebody else, because what they're going to see is two pieces of paper. 
They're going to see a nice guy that knocked on the door. They're going to see the products that they're going to use. And they're going to see the, the total number at the bottom that they have to pay. Right. Is that usually what happens? And then Absolutely. typically if you've done nothing different, it would be stupid for them to hire you Yeah, because it would be just a waste of money in their eyes. Right. Absolutely. Aha. So here's the difference, Mike. What I need you to do is I need you to figure out why. Okay. Because the well, reality me, is. I, I feel like the way you're presenting it is you're, I mean, you're, they're feeling like they're not just investing in a paint job. They're investing in the person that's doing the paint job as well. I mean, I feel, I mean, I, I can definitely see where you're, your angle would be you, a little bit. It, this all comes down to leverage, Mike, because yeah. here's the thing. If you and me were competing against each other and you didn't know that the person was moving out and they didn't inform you of that, you have no way of competing with me because when someone tells me that they're moving out, my brain is already thinking of what, what I can do to make that move out easier for them. I'm not talking about the paint job anymore. I'm right. talking about, okay, great. Oh, you're moving out. Perfect. I know time is of the essence. Just so you know, if everything lines up today, I can get you in within the next six days. Right. Okay. You're over here talking about colors and you're talking about your process and how you're going to take this and do this. I'm talking about what's most important to them. Right. Getting out of the house. Efficiency. Yeah. Okay. And me also saying, just so you know, we bring a team of four. It should take us three days. This way you can schedule your photographer to come in so you can get some pictures taken and get the house listed. I'm yeah. different. I have urgency in my tonality. You may not because you didn't find out that they were moving until the end of the, the sales process. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Okay. So that's why I'm getting the job and you're not, even though you're, you're cheaper, they don't trust you to get to their end goal more than they trust me to get them to their end goal. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's worth okay. paying somebody you feel is going to get the job done a little bit yeah, more money. They, cause, cause, cause the, exactly. Cause they need me to get to their end goal. I'm, I'm a means to an end in that, in that interaction, I'm a means to an end. Yeah. And you have to understand your role with different customers and it all comes down to the why. So in the same breath, let me get somebody who's telling me, yeah, we just want to update the house. We've been here for 20 years. It's time. It's the third paint job. Are those people, do they care about how quickly that I can get in and get out? Not at that point. I think if that's the third time you paint it for them, you've built a and relationship and, and they don't. And, and they don't plan on going anywhere. They plan yeah, on they're, staying. They're, they're, not, they're not questioning your work and how you do it. You've proved yourself to them to be a reliable person. Well, my, no, you. but, but of course we're reliable. Usually those people do some research before they bring anyone to their house. What I'm, what I'm most concerned about is what is most important to them. And for me, I understand that somebody who has been living in their house for 20 years and who has, has, has no rush no, I don't need to speak with urgency of, Hey, we can get in next week to get it done. They don't care. Yeah. Do you see how there's two polar opposite types of sales experiences with two different customers? And if we don't identify what the why is behind why they want their job painted, we could be selling in the wrong direction. Absolutely. But if I we understand the why, then we could target exactly what's important to them. So let me ask you this. If you've been in your house for 20 years and you wanted your house painted and you had me come over to give you an estimate, what would be most important to you about the whole experience? Would it be getting in and getting out as quickly as possible? Or what, what would be most important to you? I would say the quality of the job. Of course. You want it to last. 
You yeah. want it to be another, you, they, they've been in the house for 20 years and they had to paint it three. This is the third time. So they're getting 10 years out of each paint job. Right. Okay. So you can say, okay, great. Well, Hey, this is the third time you've had it painted. Perfect. We have a new product that we're using with Sherman Williams. It's called Emerald. I don't know if that's what they used before, but you should be getting more than 10 years out of it. And you're going to be explaining the longevity of how they can continue to protect their investment that they care so much about. And then once you're done talking about the actual quality of the paint, then you talk about the quality of your work and the quality of your workers, because that is what's most important to them and the experience yeah. that they're going to get and say one thing that we have and we take pride in is our workers are super cordial on site. We don't allow loud music. We don't allow smoking on site. We don't allow cuss words. I mean, you're going to feel like we're an extension of your family. And that is what we believe. Yeah. And when you convey that to somebody who cares about that, you have now put yourself ahead of the pack. Now, if you said all that stuff to some person who's getting ready to move out of their house and has all their furniture getting ready to be moved out, do you think they care? No. Why? Because <laughs> they're not going to be there. Yeah. Next person will deal with any issues. Not right. saying that you would do anything that wouldn't represent integrity. I'm just saying that the whole purpose of what I'm telling you today is probably different than you wanted to hear. But this is the secret. It's about getting people to justify why they should pay you more. Yeah. It's not that you're not worth paying more. It's that you've got to do a better job of justifying it. And instead of playing the game of how you're going to do the job, you're expected to do a good job. You're a professional. But one thing that no one can compare when it comes to painting or any service for that matter is the experience that they're going to get. Yeah. And that is no, where I you'll find your leverage. I see exactly what you're saying. I mean, I, I, I do agree with that. It, it does make sense. I've gotten to the point where I, you know, I'm used to like when I go in there and I'm explaining the process of the job that I'm going to do to, you know, for them. And I tell them these are the products I'm going to use for, you know, I have noticed that since I've gotten away from using more, you know, using contractor grade stuff to using more higher end stuff, my clients have changed as far as that goes. I've, I've gotten a little more higher end on my work and whatnot. That is well, you have saying. to understand what, what everyone else is doing around you. I mean, you have to get, you have to use high, if you're going to do residential work, I mean, you need to be using, you, you don't ever use builder grade stuff. I mean, yeah. you're not going to be, you're going to, they're going to, people aren't stupid. They're going to look up the paint you're using and then they might get a contractor like me to come in and they might say, Hey, what paint are you using? Oh, we're using uh, the best that Sherman Williams has to offer. Uh, and then they'll be like, well, Hey, this other guy said that he's going to use, you know, this product. And I'd say, well, that's builder grade stuff. That stuff shouldn't last you more than three years. So yeah. you don't want to be put in that position. And, and where I'm getting at Mike is that, you know, when it comes to selling these services, you really need to understand why they're buying and then understand how you're going to create value for those individuals, you know? Um, and it starts with that question. What is the story? Why are we here today? You know, you know, you're there to paint, but really what's the, what's the underlying reason we're there? Because that allows you to actually speak their language, you know? Yeah. I apologize about my dog. If you can hear her barking. No, She's that's all right. Kind of a pain in the ass. <laughs> that's all right. So do you follow me on that stuff? Yeah, absolutely. I do. Now let's talk about pricing. You want to spend a minute talking about pricing? Absolutely. So pricing, let me ask you this. How are you pricing a job? If I give you a 2000 square foot interior to price out, how, how are you coming out? How are you, what, are you, what are you pricing? How are you coming out with a price if I just want the walls done? Basically what I'm doing right now for my pricing, I go in, I mean, I've, I've been painting for 20 years. 
I know what it takes to paint a bedroom or a living room or, you know, whatever. So I, I kind of figure it's more or less an estimated time. I figure I got me and say me and one other guy and I figure out how much money I think it's going to cost per hour to do that. Plus the price of materials to do it and whatnot. So I do use, I do use kind of a mixture of square footage and, and hourly rate. And I just kind of go from there. Like this morning, I figured up a bid and figured up the square footage so I could figure my paint out. But I also know that, that to do this interior of this house, I'm going to be here for a week and I need X amount of dollars per day to do the job plus the material cost on it. And, uh, How long is it taking you to price out jobs? I had that thing done. It took me about a half hour this morning. Half hour. Okay. So I didn't hear you say margin at all. And I think no. it's important for you to understand that margin uh, is, is what's really important. And it doesn't matter the square footage. I think I like that you have the experience to where you can say, okay, something like this should take this long and use this much product because that is a, that is an important ingredient to being able to price jobs. But what yeah. it should come down to is when it comes to sales, everything is negotiable. Like we both know that, like, for example, yeah. if this is a 2000 square foot house, the first thing I need to identify is number one, how long will it take my team to do it? Because that's how we're going to phrase things. Cause you shouldn't be painting. How long yeah. is it going to take my team to do it? Okay. That's the first question we ask ourselves. Well, it should take them three days. Cool. All right, great. Three days. How much do I pay my team? Well, let's say you pay your team $500 a day. So that's 1500 bucks. Okay. So then you put that 1500 in a labor category and say, okay, well, that is how much it's going to cost me as the business owner to have this house painted. Yes. Are you following me? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. How much paint should I need? Well, with this house, we should need about 10 gallons at $50 a gallon. So let's say it's going to be 500 bucks. Well, how much is that total cost? Well, that's $2,000, assuming that we worked in materials in that $50, whatever. Right. All right. So now we have a total cost of $2,000. What is the minimum amount you could sell that job for and make money? Mm. See, I don't try to think off the top of my head like this. I don't know. All right. Uh, let me help you. Let me help you. $2,000 and one penny. Okay. Yeah. It was a trick question. to make money. Yeah. To make money. Right. Do you understand mm -hmm. that? Okay. So that means that anything above that number, you could sell the job for. Okay. Right. But why don't we try to sell it for 10,000? Right. Well, because that's, that seems pretty high. That's a very high margin. Yeah. That means that we're making a lot of money on a little money yeah. spent. Okay. People aren't that dumb. And, and, and we probably wouldn't feel good about selling a job for that much anyway. No. So we try to find a happy medium of where it feels like we deserve what we're putting out to do this job. And mm -hmm. typically it's safe to start at 50% margin. That means for every dollar that we spend, we achieve a dollar in return in profit. So if we got it at two grand, you price it at three grand then you're making a thousand bucks on the job. No, a That's 50 margin. All, easiest way to remember this is double it. Okay. So a 50 percent margin is four thousand dollars. Because we're making two thousand dollars and we spent two thousand dollars. Okay. Gotcha. See, uh, 
your your example would be a 25% margin. That means if you sold the job for three grand, the company, and I'm not talking about you, I don't care you making money. You right, are you're company. talking about the, the company. The company's making a thousand. That means you're making, bear with me, 50 cents on every dollar that you're spending. Yeah. A 0% margin would be $2,000. That means you made no money and you broke even. Okay. Jesus, I've been giving myself away. <laughs> okay. Well, well, listen, this is why this is important because I'm a big proponent of fluctuating pricing, just like how Sherwin-Williams can raise and drop their prices. Well, we've got to know when to raise and drop our prices. And it all has to do with supply and demand. Now there is supply and demand on a large scale. That's like your economic supply and demand. The, the, you know, that's, that's the big supply and demand, but there's also supply and demand in our own company pipeline, which means how many jobs do we have scheduled and how many requests are we getting to get jobs done? Right. And let me ask you, how many jobs do you have on the schedule right now to be done? Scheduled right now, I got like six. I don't have any of my drip jobs yet, but I have like okay. six on my own schedule and I have more estimates I have to go do. Okay. So where I'm getting at with this is, is that if you know you are operating at capacity, and that's with any situation, whether you hire 10 guys and you identify, okay, we're at capacity right now, which means people are going to have to wait longer than eight weeks to get their job done. Yeah. Okay. And that's, that's a, that's a stretch anyway. Then that means we need to raise our margins up because we don't want to accept anything less than 55% profit. So we're maximizing. And we're optimizing at that point in time. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, because you have, you know, your margins, you know, your costs, which allow you to identify what margins you want to price the job at. You follow me on that? Yep. So guess what? what? Let me ask you this. If the answer to your question was Tanner or my question was Tanner, I don't have any jobs. What would we do? Can you follow me on that and tell me what we should do as a business owner when it comes to pricing? How should we price our jobs if we have no jobs? Well, I mean, you kind of got to price it to get some jobs. I mean, but I'd say if, I don't know, man, I'm lost on all this. That's all right. So where we would want to be is about a 25% margin. Okay. Because because remember, so you said, okay, let's go back to our example. We have an interior house that needs to be painted, just the walls, 2,000 right. square feet. You have no jobs on the schedule, right? But you know that, hey, you know what? If I sell this job for three grand, we're going to make a thousand bucks. That customer is going to be really happy and I can move on to the next job. Yeah. Even though you really do want to make two grand on it and sell it for four grand. Yeah. But you need the work. Mm -hmm. and it never changes. It keeps going up and down. So as you get more jobs, then you'll say, you know what? Now that we have the work, I can actually raise my margin to 50%. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, it, it, it definitely does now. I see so what when, you're saying. Yeah. So I get, you know, you have that calculator and that's what that calculator is designed to do. It lets you put in your costs like we just did. And then it lets you put in a price and it'll tell you what your margin is. And that's that calculator you have, you sent the link to or whatever. Yes. Okay. 
Yes. So you'll be able to see your margins. Okay. Now, what I would do before you price the next job is do exactly what I did. Just do pen and paper for now. How yeah. long is it going to take my team? How much do I got to pay them to do it? How much pain am I going to use? What's the total cost? That gives you your total cost of everything it's going to cost you as the business owner to get it done. Multiply that number by two. That's a 50% profit margin. Okay. So have you is that different than what you've been doing? No, but I mean, I can see what you're saying. I mean, I haven't figured right now the job, like say the current job, I'm going to re ready to start tomorrow. Whole interior of a house. Yep. I got to figure it should take me roughly a week to do it. I have one guy that's going to be on the job plus myself. Uh, yeah. Don't worry about you. You were not. I'm not worried about, about my. I'm not worried about my money. I'm saying okay. for me to have him on that job, I am at uh, two hundred dollars a day. So that's thousand bucks. Thousand bucks a week. I figure a week to do the job. I have another thousand dollars in uh, materials. How much paint? Oh, a thousand, thousand in material. Thousand okay. in material, and then uh, I do have some. That's paint. I do have some miscellaneous plastic, roller sleeves. So like maybe stuff. let's go eleven hundred to be say, safe. Say eleven hundred on materials, and the job pays out fifty five hundred bucks when it's done. Okay, so let's look at the margins on that. So eleven thousand, or excuse me, thousand, and then eleven hundred. So yep. that's so that's twenty one hundred in cost. Okay. Yep. And then what, what did you sell the job for? 55. 55. Okay. So you have 5,500. All right. So let's look at how to calculate our profit margin. So what I want you to do, you got a calculator? Yep. All right. So I want you to go 5,500 minus 2,100. And what does that give you? 3,400. Okay. So that is called your gross profit. Okay. Mm-hmm. In order to calculate gross profit, what we need to do, oh, excuse me, in order to calculate margin, what we need to do is divide that number by what you sold the job for, okay? So hit divide and then divide it by 5,500. What'd you come up with? Oh, hold on one second. That's all right. I'll run it through again. You want to you go 3,400 and divide that by what you sold the job for, which was 5,500. Be 61%, almost 62%. 62%, dude. So you sold a job at a 62% margin. That's phenomenal. All right. Okay. All right. You should feel good about that. I, 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 feel, I feel better than I was about five minutes ago. I can tell you that. Good. But here's the <laughs> thing. Now, there's a couple of things we can do with this data, man. First of all, it's too high. And that's you might think, well, what do you mean it's too high? Well, that means that you should be bringing on somebody to help out your, your employee. Okay. Yeah. And, and really what I'm saying is, is that if you find a helper at, let's say $120 a day, okay, that's 600 bucks for the week. Okay. Right. right? What we're going to do now, let me subtract that $600 from our $3,400 gross profit. Okay. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you what you'll make if you brought in a helper at 600 bucks, that's 2,800. So if you had a helper helping, okay. Instead of you, right. Yeah. Okay you would bring in a $2,800 gross profit with a helper. That means you're yeah. out there selling, living the dream. Now you have a helper there. Let's divide 2,800 by 5,500. Where does that put us? That puts us at exactly 50% margin. So to me, I'm right where I need to be then at that point. Well, you're fulfilling. Yes. At that point, yes, you are. So you really should 
with how you're selling and the way you're producing, you're making too much money with you on the job. Now yeah. you need to take yourself out of the equation, bring someone in and you're still profiting perfectly. You're at yeah. a 50, you're at 50%. Uh, if you pay someone 600 bucks to work alongside uh, this person and it creates a better morale, uh, you'll have more time to go sell jobs and you'll have more time to go build your team out, do estimates, do interviews, and maybe market a little bit. The whole purpose of this is to identify your numbers. Cause if you know your numbers, then you can make strategic decisions. Like we just discovered. I don't know if you even knew that you could hire somebody at $600 this week to remove you from work in 40 hours and, uh, to still make 50%. Yeah. No, you just opened my eyes up. I can tell you that. Good. Honestly, Good. that's that's what I needed was I needed the formula on how to do that math, <laughs> to be honest with you. That's okay. You can so listen to this every anytime. time I do a business or a quote, that math will be checked to see what Good. my market Yeah, is. just check it, go back Absolutely. and forth, see what's up. But here's another thing. Ready? Last part yeah. of this. Okay. Last part of this. You've got to also realize that you can use this information for sales negotiation. Right. Here's the thing. If this customer didn't go for the 5,500, okay, yeah. you might be able to call back the next day and say, hey, Joe, listen, man, um, your job is ideal for us. I know that we're the right company for you. I'll tell you what, man, if you allow me to earn your business today, I can do the job for 4950. Yeah. What's he saying? Yeah. Most likely, yeah. And right. guess what? And guess what? You can confidently say that because look at what the margin would be as is right now if you sold it for $49.50. So let's say it was for $49.50. I'm going to subtract your costs of $2,100. That gives us a profit of $28.50. I'm going to divide it by $5,500. 52% profit margin. Yeah. You could have sold it. And you made so, them feel like they got a great deal. They yeah. think they got a great deal. You're happy because you're right where you should be as a business owner. Okay. Yeah. And, and you're on to the next job. So like you might have bids out there right now that are way too high and you want to bring them down. Mm -hmm. Okay. Cause, cause it's better to be consistent than it is to be sporadic, which means yeah. we get some high ones and then we have to go all the way low and then we get high ones and low. I'd rather be at 50% all day, every day. Hey, I'd, I'd be more than happy with that. Absolutely. So, so I hope that helps, man. I really think that uh, that's might have been what you've been missing. Did I hit the nail you, on the head you, there? You helped me out way more than you know with just this little Good. half hour or so we've been doing this. I can Good. tell you that. Good. Cool. We'll have to do it again, man. I have another appointment. But listen, do that. Give me some feedback. Check out Drip Jobs. Give me some feedback on that as well. Um, you have the calculator. Yep. I'm going to send you some links later and, and you can play with all that stuff. All right, man. Yep. Yep. No problem. All right. I appreciate like, your time, Tanner. Good luck, brother. Yep. Thank you. Hey, I just want to take a second to thank you for joining me here on the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Um, I'm just going to take this opportunity to let you know that my passion is coaching people, helping people. Um, I've changed my Instagram name to at contractor coach. And I did that because that is my passion. I want to help you. So please reach out to me. If you have an issue going on in your business, send me an email, find me on Instagram, message me, and let's do a breakthrough session. I want to work through your problems in your business 
to help you get to that next level. And, and one thing that I always say is this, you know, the difference between those that get over the humps and the hurdles in business is just a change in perspective. And that's what I plan to offer you. So get with me, message me, allow me to help you take your business to the next level.